0: It's the Ben's Prunani woman is, Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this If you sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea We all go sipping up oh, Hard time scrolling for your long trots You might learn something you oh, never know let you find And she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you Straw maker, straw maker, make me a straw Find me a cuss, vulgar and raw. Bring me a straw, for I'm longing to fling them at any pussyclots I see. (laughs) If you don't know about me, I love musical theatre. That's what I studied. I proper love it. And I like to turn songs, classical musical theatre songs, into wild things. Um, And if you don't know that song, well, wow, wow, you should. You should. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a find. You should remember it from Mrs. Doubtfire. E- even if you don't know Fiddler on the Roof, like you should know it from Mrs. Doubtfire. If you don't know any of those things, don't worry. I'm not shaming you for your lack of knowledge. I still love you. Anyway, my name's Kalechi Okafor. Welcome to another episode of SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What? That's right. Suck. Your mum. If I sound low on energy today, it's because I've just literally come from um, Manchester. I was at the Lush Showcase, best place in the world. Um, I was. I spoke on two panel discussions at the Lush Showcase. In Manchester, it's on the twenty third and the twenty fourth. But I only went for the twenty third, and I had to rush back to record the podcast because I've been like so so busy, so I couldn't record on my usual day. Um, but it's been wild, and I at so many points I wanted to not come in tonight. I'm saying today I didn't want to come in tonight. It's like ten to eleven now at night that I'm recording this, so you're literally getting this from a few hours ago. Um, Some of you won't see the video until maybe later on in the day or Tuesday. So, if you're used to watching it on YouTube, you won't see it for a while. My patrons, you're the only reason I actually made it in to record this podcast because I said to myself, you know what? There are people out there who literally give money every month to support what I do. And unless I'm ill, I really, really try to make every episode. So, even though, um, you know, March and my partner, he's very tired and he drove back and forth from Manchester. I was like, I must go in and record this podcast. I must do it. I must do it. So here I am recording the podcast and big up my patrons and big up all of the le- uh, listeners who aren't patrons. But If you want to join us, it's patreon.com forward slash for. Um, Last showcase was bad. Like I had so much fun and I was so happy to have a platform like that to express my views and just to be a baby girl that's all I'm trying to be in this world I just want to be a baby girl and um, big up all of the people that I saw at the last show- uh, showcase as well like you all looked beautiful and glistening and gorgeous And anyone who's listening to this podcast after seeing me at the last showcase, welcome to the dark side. Literally, my skin is dark. Yeah. Anyway, um, thank you so much. Um, Let's get... Are we getting into bits straight away? I'm just going to check in case there was something else that I needed to tell you. No, that was it. That was it. Also, oh, no. Obviously, this um, podcast is sponsored by Ibilay Botanica. And if you are trying to use the code to get yourself some smokable herbs, some juices, some teas, um, things like of that nature and some balms for your body, if you're trying to get yourself any of those things, it's the code. For the listeners to get your percentage off, to get your discount is say your mind, all one word and it's uppercase because I think I didn't mention that before. So some people were typing it in low case, and I were like, it's not working. Yeah, so it's uppercase in case you were wondering. Anyway, moving on to Share Your Magnificence. I've got two Share Your Magnificence this week. My first Share Your Magnificence is Rachel who works at You know, she works at Lush. I love her dearly because she's just big in the game. I really, I'm always saying it that I've got such amazing destiny helpers and literal physical like angels who like support me on my path to just doing bits and doing bobs. And Rachel's one of them. We spoke at the live show and she was just like, I would love for you to be involved in this thing that's happening at Lush. And she hooked it up, and I just think, like, bless you, and may God continue to bless you. Continue, God continues to bless all of you people who are out there, just bringing people in, because you understand that for us all to grow as people, as a community, we have to work from a place of abundance. Like, there's no scarcity out here, you know. the 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 force that created us did not create us to be to 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 be impoverished and to be suffering. So, when you're working from a place of abundance more things will come to you so big up Rachel you're so cute your skin glistens I love your makeup like you're such a baby girl I love your hair I love your earrings and I love your smile I just want you to know that you're appreciated and you're a queen so thank you for bringing me in two slaps on your chest Rachel yes um my next share your magnificence actually goes out to the University of Glasgow that was so shit. My God. Um, but yeah, my next show of magnificence goes out to the University of Glasgow because they've decided to not be uh, clerks for the entirety of their existence. And I really rate that. And you know that anytime I see like institutions or white people doing things that I think, you know what, well done for not being a pussyclart. I've got to shout it out. So um, the University of Glasgow has published a report into historical slavery it says here, the University of Glasgow um, has published a comprehensive report into the institution's historical links with racial slavery. The study acknowledges that whilst the university played a uh, leading role in the abolitionist movement, the university also received significant financial support from people whose wealth, at least in part, was derived from slavery in the 18th and 19th centuries. The Slavery, Abolition and the University of Glasgow report, co-authored by Professor Simon Newman and Dr. Stephen Mullen um, was, um, was, it follows a year-long investigation um, into bequests, support and other ways the university might have benefited from slavery-related wealth. It estimates the present-day value of all the monies given to the university, which might have been fully or partly derived from slavery, to be in order of tens of millions, depending on, what did they say? Depending on the indexation formula. Well, let's go for the indexation formula that tells us that it was a lot of money. How about that? Let's use that indexation formula. So... I just did something really random there basically I was reading from screenshots right I went quiet because I was reading from screenshots and um, on the screenshot it showed that my battery was low but I've obviously got a power bank plugged in so I was like oh my god my phone isn't charging but the phone was charging it was just I was looking at a screenshot that showed where my battery was low I think that's a lesson for all of our lives like don't just look at the past shots that you have of your life when your battery was low remember that you're charged up to the power bank of the source of divinity and that's what you should be focusing on not your previous screenshots (laughs) anyway yes so um Use the indexation formula, that means that we get more money for what you've done during slavery and the way that you supported all the wild things during slavery. Uh, The university has now agreed a proactive programme of reparative justice, which includes the creation of a centre for the study of slavery and a memorial or tribute at the university in the name of the enslaved. The university is also working with the University of the West Indies, UWI, and hopes to sign a memorandum. Um, of understanding to uh, strengthen academic collaboration between the two institutions. Um, They say then, they go on to say that this report has been an important undertaking and commitment to find out if the university benefited from slavery in the past. Although the university never owned enslaved people or traded in the goods uh, that they produced, it is now clear that we received significant financial support from the people whose wealth came from slavery. Um, The university deeply regrets this association with historical slavery, which clashes with our proud history of support for the abolition of both the slave trade and slavery itself. Looking to the future, the university has set out a program of reparative justice, um, through which we will seek to acknowledge the aspects of the university's past, enhance enhance awareness and understanding of historical slavery, and forge positive partnerships with the new partners, including the University of the West Indies. Um, They said that um, the University of Glasgow is an institution that grew in a city tied to the trade in tobacco Um, Sugar and cotton All of which were initially produced by enslaved Africans Launching an in-depth investigation To look at how the university might have benefited From the profits of racial slavery Was in my opinion a brave decision But it is a decision rooted in the core values Of an educational institution Dedicated to the pursuit of truth And social justice Like University of Glasgow all All of the slaps on your chest You can slap it with a haggis well done. Like that was even three slaps. I don't even know. I'm so tired. God. But you know, well done for just doing bits. It's so easy for institutions to be like, you know, well, well, we're old now. And those were the olden days. There's nothing we can do about it now. There is always a chance to do better. Whenever I arrive at Brent's, I always see this bumper sticker that sticks in my mind. And it says, God allows U-turns. God allows U turns. If you are moving mad in the past, that does not need that, mean that you need to move mad, mad in the present or the future. God allows U turns. So, the University of Glasgow were moving mad because they were accepting gifts from people who were benefiting heavily from the slave trade. So, therefore, they were benefiting heavily from the slave trade. And so they looked at their lives and they said, Wait, our they obviously don't speak Yoruba, but if the University of Glasgow was a person and it spoke Yoruba, it would be like, hey, me, ha, I'm my big, big age. And I'm here postulating and I'm and, and postulating and doing everything that I want to do when I know that I've earned from slavery. No, I'm glad that University of Glasgow looked at herself, himself, whatever, herself and went, you know what? I don't want to be a hater no more. I don't want to be a hater no more. I don't want to be a slave player no more. I think I found a cause that I can live my life for. So big up yourself university of glasgow i love when people are doing great things and i hope other universities following your suit because you are not the only one that benefited from slavery you're not the only institution that did otherwise why are so many deeply rooted and invested in systemic and institutional racism that means that so many of them if not all of them benefited and they all need to look at themselves and their shiny suits and acknowledge what they've done and fix it But obviously due to my tiredness I've done things back to front And I haven't even talked about the tarot this week So let's get into that So the Black Angel card that I pulled this week By Earthlings and Manuel Is The Warrior It's so beautiful And I love that The Warrior here shows Like three different types of faces Showing that we have so many faces Depending on the battle that we are entering I just, I love that I love that So it says here for the warrior You know how to create peace and harmony in your life On your waking path there's concentration On your sleeping path there's fragmentation Your soul is a spiritual warrior You work at integrating body and mind and spirit As you need the congruency between what you feel, think and do Your focus and attention are usually on what is good for you As you know this is best You experience spirit through your physical life Spirit is not out there somewhere for you so you attend to and accomplish many physical manifestations you have great presence and some may bend towards you because of it or bend away from your force you live by the camaraderie codes of integrity and loyalty friends are important to you and you look for them to join you in life you are the warrior soul clan That needs balance between the various aspects of your life. You are aware and enjoy the many facets of yourself. In fact you have a strong ability to bring forth the necessary inequalities needed for every situation in your life. You have been initiated by your past struggles which have prepared you for whatever may come your way. Your gaze is still on you for whatever, um, your gaze is still unsure. You are a warrior for your own soul. On the waking path, you, attune, you are attuned to yourself when your life is in turmoil. When a warrior enters the sleeping path, the attunement dwindles. You may not be aware of your actions when circumstances overwhelm you. It becomes difficult to access the concentration of your various personas. In this state, your camaraderie with others can become distorted and you are manipulated into doing battles for others while neglecting your own life. The internal fragmentation can cause you to move from job to job or relationship to relationship, feeling dissatisfied and disappointed. Confusion arises and sets in, keeping you from making things and making needed changes in your life. In fragmentation, you may take on wearing various masks to survive. If you stay on the sleeping path, it becomes difficult to call on your concentrated warrior self. You may find your energy going towards battling different parts of yourself. This battle becomes, an internal struggle between mind body and spirit you may have a feeling of being dishonest or pretending to be who you are not to bring back harmony tranquility and protection embrace the unacceptable aspects of who you are along with the acceptable ones this does not mean necessarily that you love what's unacceptable but rather that you attend to your whole self in essence, bringing the warrior forward is to bring a strength that is built on your whole being, all of who you are. Watch your habits of caretaking and putting yourself in positions in which you can be manipulated to care for someone who's very capable of taking care of their own life. Stagnation is deadly to you. Lift the veil and take a look at all the relationships in which there is no movement. Find creative ways to move stale and smelly waters. Warrior, you have fought battles for everyone and And attended to their woes Now it is time for you to do the same for yourself Bring your life home Shelter it Stay in your life and be prepared for your own storms That are sure to come And I thought that that's really, really interesting to me Like I know of so many people Who are out there just fighting for everybody else's cause And you just ask them So when do you look after yourself? When do you focus on you? When do you do things that benefit you? Rarely ever Because you're focused on what everyone else is doing This is the main reason I say to people don't jump in my inbox. Don't jump in my DMs. Don't jump in my don't jump in my DMs and send me a clip and be like, Kalechi, are you gonna say something about this? Use your stupid mouth to say something about it. Stop asking me to speak on your behalf because you don't know the other battles that I'm dealing with. There are the things that I choose to share publicly and there are the things that I choose to keep to myself. So don't think that. I've just got this endless supply of being able to fight for everyone If you believe so wholeheartedly in this motherfucker You use your voice and you speak the fuck up Everyone's always quick to be like, oh my god Could you use your platform to promote this Could you use your platform to promote this And while I don't mind doing that At the end of the day How is your platform going to grow If you keep sending things my way You speak the fuck up about it Because that's how things are going to get done And I think a lot of us need to have those boundaries You cannot go and fight everybody's battles for them Whether they're your family Whether they're your children At some point Especially for those who have children You need to understand That you did your best to give birth And raise cognitive children Leave them to figure it out themselves You cannot live their lives for them Um, Khalil Gibran talks about um, the fact that Parents are like a bow And children are an arrow And you've got to trust that you have Fashioned them in such a way that when you And you've positioned them in such a way that you let go They're going to travel to the target that they need to travel to and when the winds of life try to blow them every which way if you have trained them well they will get to that target and you just need to leave them to it you can't now be the bow have set them off as an arrow and then you're chasing after them trying to tell them which direction they should go in leave it calm it you're just because you're a parent does not mean that you don't have a life go and have a fucking life yeah how about that but um i don't know why their spirit just told me to tell you that i don't know if th- i said it in a more rude way than i was told to say it but who cares nobody cares <laughs> but um I've got great news also I've got a new deck of cards so when you if you you know started listening to this podcast from the beginning you know that I've wanted a banging set of cards that focus on blackness and preferably made by black people and so the card that I've fallen in love with is the collider dope tarot deck it looks so fucking sick it's even got a bit of holographic something something there and um those who actually were listening uh watching my insta stories this week you'll see the affirmation cards are beautiful and they're ready and they've got a holographic thing on the front because we're baby girls and we're baby boys and baby non-binaries that deserve nice things and that's why the affirmation cards look so beautiful um but yeah the collider dope tarot deck is made by crystal banner she's a baby girl on instagram if you want to follow her um collider dope i love that like anyway um i got the tarot cards a while ago i love that it says here spiritual advisory divine content as if it's parental advisory i got the tarot cards a little while ago and i've been sleeping with them under my um, pillow before using them and i've had the wildest dreams like so many things feel like they've been revealed to me because i just needed to tap into aspects of my subconscious and realize that not everything around me is as it seems like just so many things it's random like i knew some people were traveling before they even said that they were traveling like i just saw so many things It, it it's amazing um and I love that the images that she puts The images that she puts on this tarot deck Are really cool Like if you, if you see a hand If you see a face It's usually a black face or a black hand And she's just made it so nicely That it resonates with me Like the images instantly make sense to me And that's what I wanted I wanted to be able to look at a deck of cards That make sense to me and my blackness So big up Crystal Banner for creating such a dope set of cards. I feel like this is it. I found my cards. I'm now happy. I love my traditional cards and I'll still use them, but I definitely feel like I vibe with these ones a lot. So the card that I pulled for today for the main podcast I've got an extra card for the extra content for the patrons is the queen of coins so she doesn't even call it the queen of pentacles it's called the queen of coins and she said that for this image she was really inspired by Kane Day Wiley and the way that he draws African Americans and draws them in almost classical contexts and that's what inspired her to draw this in this way Queen of Coins. I just feel like because we're soon going to be entering um, Libra season, but, but, but my season, my Libras, damn what? Scales up in the place. (laughs) Yeah, anyway, because we're going to be entering that season of abundance and beauty and I think like financial abundance as well. And that's what the Queen of Coins signifies, especially for me after today. I was saying on our drive over here that After doing the last showcase, I feel like something shifted for me Even before the last showcase, I feel like something's shifted for me In terms of what I'm able to manifest and what I'm able to draw towards me And... I feel that more financial rewards are coming as a result of the physical labour that I've been putting in for so, so long. Like for the longest time, I was just doing shit for free and free and freer. And then now all of a sudden, you know, because I'm putting those boundaries in place, like people are paying me substantial amounts for the things that I'm doing. Like, obviously, I still need more money because this is fucking London. Um, But the fact of the matter is that there are so many avenues that... I'm able to use to generate income in order to continue to put out there what I enjoy about me and about living. And that's the best thing to me. I'm able to be who I am and love what I love and still have financial some some financial security and that's what the queen of coins really signifies to me that we're all entering a phase in our lives where there will be more security than we're used to yes things have been hard and just in some cases, really, really shit. But just remember that the key to getting more is to give more. That I'm not telling you to go and invest in no Higihaga investment scheme. But no, just generally, if you go, if, even if you can't give in the financial sense, being able to give off your time and your efforts, that will send out messages into the universe to bring you more things that are wonderful and that benefit you. So just keep that in mind. And the reason I say that is because it'll bring you more opportunities. Because the bottom of the deck, the card that came up again is the ace of coins So basically the ace of pentacles And you see a black hand holding a gold medal for number one So for me, the way that I interpret that Is that it's definitely We're really, really talking about money in this season We're really talking about money in this season And it's coming to those who are working for it And don't worry if you don't see it yet If you know that there's a way That you can help other people Generate that energy of abundance in your life By supporting other people in any way that you can But that's that On that positive note Let's talk about someone who does have money And is moving mad On So You Mad I never thought I would see the day that I would have to cast Wizkid. If you know me, you know that I love Wizkid with all my fucking heart. But someone reminded me when I was tweeting about it that, you know what, you can still love Whizkid, Ayodeji Balogun, that is the person that you have a problem with. That is WizKid's real name. That is the human that you have a problem with, not the persona that is WizKid. And suddenly I feel so much better because they're separate people. So Ayodeji Balogun aka Wizkid, is um, moving extremely mad. I always think it's interesting as well because this week obviously when all of this stuff came out in the blogs about him um they showed a picture of his three baby mothers so the first baby mother um I think the son that she has with him is seven years old and she's a darker skinned woman and that was you know before his career really started to pop off That I think he impregnated her and then his next baby mother Is um, It still looks Nigerian to me Very much on that bleaching cream She looks like she really enjoyed that bleaching cream But whatever So she's clearly lighter than the first baby mother The third baby mother is a mixed race I think from what I know about her Mixed race And you know very loose curls or straight hair she usually has and their baby is very very light very very light very you know um eurocentrically attractive looking mother and child and i just thought to myself you know what whisk kid is bound to become more successful i pray that god blesses him with even more success but if we're looking at this trajectory it looks like his next baby mother is going to be see through like she's either gonna be white or she's gonna be Casper the Ghost. Like she's gonna be transparent, translucent. Because how much lighter can you get? He might. His next baby mother's gonna be the sun. Like he might as well just go all the way light bright and just go and marry the sun. Because I just, it's not a joke. It's not. It's not a coincidence that when these men start making money, their partners or the people that they choose to have children with or whatever. Are significantly lighter and lighter and lighter And that tells you all you need to know about colorism And all you need to know about racism um, And people might be like Yeah, but your partner's white Yeah, and I'm still broke, bitch So no. <laughs> Shut the fuck up When I look at men And I look at the way that they're moving The person that they were with in the beginning Is not The person that we see them with later on, and I'm talking about aesthetically, they just go for something completely different, and I think that that infers something about what they deem success to be and what they deem a successful lifestyle to look like, and it's pretty sad. But what's most sad is the way that he's been treating this woman. I can't remember her name. I want to say it's Shala, but I could be wrong. Anyway, um. She posted a series of WhatsApp messages that she sent him over the years from like 2016, where she's basically tried to like have contact with him and build a relationship so they can look after their son. And it seems very much like Wizkid doesn't want to talk to her. There's It's very like one-sided conversation. But the part, I don't even care about any of that. That doesn't come, like, although I did laugh when she, she messaged him on his birthday on his birthday to ask him for a car. How are you messaging me on my birthday to ask for a present? Are you are you mad? But whatever. Um yeah, the bit that got me was that she said that she would send whisked pictures of their son and he would say, "Oh, he looks gay in that. Stop dressing my son up like a gay." And the times that he's taken the son for like a weekend or something Because we know from what she wrote in those messages That kid would send, would say Oh someone's coming to collect him to bring him to me And this boy would be waiting And I think that's the worst fucking thing a father can do Like tell your child that you're coming to pick them up And you never fucking show up Like fuck you, fuck you That's horrible And he did it More than once, way more than once he did that to that child And that's fucked, but you're parading your new light-skinned child all over the interwebs Fuck you, you dickhead Anyway, um, when he would manage to make it over and take his son for the weekend He would have women around, women, big grown women He would have them around and he'd be telling a four-year-old or five-year-old at the time To touch the women to prove that he's not gay and I just, I felt so repulsed. If there was nothing else that made me feel repulsed about that whole thing, it was that particular bit. Leave little boys alone. Leave little boys alone and let them be who they want to be. You don't even know. He doesn't even know his sexuality. And even if he does, what the fuck are you doing? Leave the boy alone. And all of you talk about, oh, I don't want my son or my, but I don't want my son around these gays because I don't want them to pervert him. You don't want the gays to pervert your son, but you're doing all the perverting now. Like why? You're ba- look at what you're doing. You're molesting your child. You're telling older women to come and be to come and rub themselves up on a, on a child to prove that he's not gay. For what? You're ruining the child's life right there and then. Oh, I want to prove my child's not gay. Oh, this big woman come and whine on him. So you would rather that he's assaulted? That's disgusting. And, you know, it only just went to remind me of that story that of what happened in in America where, um, a, a woman's uh the the father of a woman's child he, he and his girlfriend basically he got his girlfriend to rape the child because and they tortured the child because um they didn't want the child to be gay and they had an eye they felt like the son the, the the son was gay they felt like the boy was gay so they tortured him and raped him he got the the his new girlfriend to do that and that's all that came into my mind Like you you guys in your homophobia You'll ruin people's lives with your homophobia And I just pray that you start to do better Stop fucking hiding behind God Stop saying like, oh, but in the Bible it said Because motherfucker, in the Bible it says a lot of shit That you are currently not doing So don't pick and choose the things that you want to do Fix the fuck up, pattern the fuck up If God was here right now, God would tell you My child, pattern the fuck up, fix your life That's what God would tell you It's just disgusting Um, And I expected so much more from him Especially someone who's walked the um, the runway For like Dolce and Gabbana Like who the fuck what, what What the fuck do you think that is? Like it's, it's sad it's sad it's really really sad and I feel like when people do that it's a projection of their own insecurities ultimately and I just hope that he learns that I, I really avoided giving him straw of the week because there's someone I feel who's more deserving of straw of the week so I sidestepped that but don't don't get it twisted like Ayodeji Balogun or even Whisked, whichever way you want to know him he deserves a motherfucking straw for that madness like don't treat young children like that that's fucked that is absolutely fucked and so that's why this episode is going to be called star fuck boy because you like to call yourself star boy star boy you're a star fuck boy that's what you are piss off i mean i might still listen to your music that would be wild to ask me not to but we'll get to that let me just get through my feelings and hopefully you you do better anyway my straw of the week then straw of the week aka suck your mum, goes out to matteo salvini Maestro of the Week goes out to Matteo Salvini because he's trying to uh, sue Cecile Cayenge so if you don't know who Cecile Cayenge is um, she was the first black minister um, in um, Italy's first black minister in 2013 um, and basically she's subject to legal action by this idiot called Matteo Salvini because she called him racist so I'll just read it to you so Cecile Cayenge um, a member of European Parliament um, who had Bananas thrown at her And was likened to an orangutan During her time as Italy's integration minister Is being sued for defamation By the far-right interior minister Matteo Salvini For calling his party, the League, racist Kayenge will face trial on, in the northern city of Piacenza um, over comments made in an interview in 2014 during the Festa del uh, dell'Unita, uh, a social democratic event celebrated across Italy each year. She was responding to a photograph posted on social media, uh, social media by Fabio Rainieri, who at the time was party secretary, um, in the Emilia Romagna uh, region, depicting her as an orangutan. On being notified of the trial on 14th of September, Kayenge, um, who moved to Italy from the Democratic Republic of Congo in 1983 to study medicine, wrote on Facebook: "Today in Piacenza, or is it Piacenza? Salvini has summoned me to court because I said the league is racist. Judge for yourselves." Um Salvini, who, who became interior minister in early June, made two previous attempts to open a defamation case against Kayenge. The latest was a success was successful because the judge ruled that her comments not only stained the party but insulted all of its members. Um, and Kayenge says that well, obviously, now that he's minister, he's more powerful. I am tired for her. I'm very, very tired for her because this is the way in which that people move mad. I'm tired for Cecile. Kayenge, I'm tired for her Because pussy class, my, like Matteo Salvini You have a member of your party That's kiki in and ha ha and That a black woman That's your colleague Not in your party But a fellow politician Has been drawn as um, an orangutan She's basically been drawn as a monkey And he finds it hilarious And somehow you don't see that as racist People have thrown bananas at her This minister, they've thrown bananas at her While she's doing her job And somehow you don't see how that's racist And and this is why I'm always saying that There are so many people that are more insulted By being called racist Than actually looking at their, their sheer racism And those people need to rot in hell Like Matteo Salvini I hope that you don't win the court case And if you don't Even if you do win the court case The biggest court case that you'll have to face That isn't in this physical realm You have already lost And you will burn in the hottest pits of hell And that horrible tan that you currently have Will be nice and crispy And you'll look like a hot piece of shit That's what you deserve in your life You're in your crusty stupid head Like... We should just try and show as much solidarity to uh, With Cecile Kayenge as possible She's on social media by her actual name We should support her Because it must be an absolute mindfuck Just trying to stand up for yourself And your own humanity And people are out there um, Doing wild things And behaving in a way that is clearly gaslighting They're gaslighting her How dare you call us racist Okay we're taking you to court For, for defamation of character But what's difficult about defamation of character Is because I think the only defence is truth Like absolute truth So she has to prove that they are indeed racist. But if you're living in a society that doesn't see these clear acts of racism as actual racism, then you've got no proof. You've got nothing else because then you can, the only proof that you can really use is for them to actually explicitly say, I am racist. Then you can use that. But if you don't have that, then what do you have? So I'm just praying for Cecile um, that she makes it through this process. And I hope that I need all of the straws. You know, these straws that I have here, I want them with a bit of green. So we've got green, white, red. So it looks like the Italian flag. Yeah. And he can use it to suck his mum. He can suck all of the Bolognese out of his mother's pussy, dickhead, prick, absolute dickhead. But that's it for this week's episode. I'm going to be jumping on the extra content for my patrons. Big up the Patreons. Uh, big up the patrons on Patreon. Um, you can join us on of uh, patreon.com forward slash Kalechi Okafor. Um, big up my sponsor, Ibele Botanica. If you want to get yourself some amazing herbs for yoni steams and teas and smokable herbs and juices and balms for your body so you can feel sensual and beautiful, you can do that at Ibele And you can follow me on at or at Say Your Mind Pod. Remember to send me your letters because we only have 10 episodes left. So send me your letters to SYM at and I'll be catching you later. Peace. It's the Benz Prunani woman is baby boys baby girls you need to hear this you Sit down sit down receive this realness make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are go sip your yo. hard time calling for your long droids you might learn something you'll never know can let you find and she's one of a kind on say you mind say you mind